Welcome back to BTW, the Workshop here at the Database with Rabbi Yosha Eisenberg, where today we will resume the Shalashidis series. This is part two. In part one, we focused on Askinu Su'udasa and B'nei Heichala, the esoteric, Aramaic, slash Kabbalistic passages that are most famous for their place in Shalashidis, though Askinu Su'udasa, we mentioned, is also said in other Pseudos of Shabbos, but again, it's most famous for its place in Shalashidis. Here, we're going to talk about another piece of our liturgy, another very famous piece, which is also um, said by some people in all of the Pseudos of Shabbos, but it's most famous for its place in Shalashidis, and that is Mizmor Ledavid, and particularly Mizmor Ledavid Hashem Rawi Lo Echsar, or as some may know it, the Lord is my shepherd that I shall not lack or that I shall shall not want. Um, so we'll talk about the meaning of this passage. We'll talk about um, its place in Shal Shodis. And we'll, of course, do some musical demos to help us with our navigation of this song in Shal Shodis and perhaps even in other meals. Because, again, there are some people that have the minhag of saying this in the other meals. I actually once heard of someone who had the minhag of reciting this mizmar in um, the Shabbos Kiddush, Kiddush Araba, which is interesting. That Kiddush happens to be more flexible because the text, the original text for it is just Hagafen. So there have been over the generations a lot of different pieces of Shabbos-related liturgy that have been put into the Kiddush, but I, I, I've once heard of someone who would say the um, Mizmor Ledavid there, and um, in fact they had the Minhag of but when they got up to the words Kosi Rivaya, that my cup um, turns over, um, or some say that cup over, overflows, but uh, I, I once heard of a rabbi who said that I, he didn't like translating Kosi Rivaya as the cup overflows, because he says cups don't overflow, toilets overflow. Um, the cup turneth over. He liked the, the old English. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so when the person would get up to Kosi Rivaya, the one who had the minhag of saying this during Kiddush, he would actually spill a bit of grape juice out of his cup. Um, it kind of reminds me of Pesach time. But let's get back to really our topic, which will again focus on the meaning of this mizmor and its place in Shalashuddis. In the, in the part one of this particular mini-series on Shalashuddis, we started speaking about the role of a baltzfila, or that designated ruach guy, or shliach tzibor, in Shalashuddis. There are many different scenarios where you'll have a musical Shalashuddis, whether it's a Shabbaton or it is a shul Shalashuddis, a communal Shalashuddis, whatever it may be. And obviously, there are people that are more musically inclined. There are people that are more inclined to leading uh, musical um, engagements. So in this particular case, um, if you're that guy, so you obviously need to be ready to lead the parts of the Shalashuddis that are normally led musically. So Mizmar Ladavid, once again, is one of those things. And here we're talking about um, the parak of, or the capital of Tehillim, which is Chav Gimel 23, which is not only um, one of the most famous capitalach of Tehillim in all of Jewish culture, 
and Jewish religion, but even the non-Jewish but religious world um, knows this. They they know this Psalm, Psalm 23. Um, once again, the Lord is my shepherd, my shepherd that I shall not want. It doesn't mean that I don't want him to be my shepherd, but in this case, when you see that translation, it means that I don't lack him. Lo echsar, I don't lack him. And um, they, the way they understand it is that when you want something, you want something that you don't have. Um, not that you don't want it, that you don't desire it, but you don't need to desire it. You don't need to want it because you have it. You never lack Hashem's presence. So Hashem Rawi Loachsar Hashem is the shepherd that I am not in a position where I have to want him because I have him. Now, um, that is um, a, one particular direction to think about what those words mean. But another particular aspect of it might be that. Indeed, sometimes we have something, and because we have it and we don't lack it, sometimes we actually feel like we don't want it or we don't desire it, or we at least don't appreciate it enough. And maybe we can incorporate that idea into this mizmar as well. It doesn't sound so positive, but there can actually be a positive twist on it, that we might um, sometimes feel like we don't want Hashem in our lives, or at least that we don't appreciate Hashem in our lives. And it's because of all the good that Hashem gives to us, sometimes we take Him for granted. And the point is that Hashem continues to give us, even as we take Him for granted, something to reflect on on Shabbos, perhaps, is that, yeah, sometimes we feel like we don't want Him or that we don't need to want Him. And, you know, we, we don't necessarily appreciate that fact. And the only person who doesn't want to have Hashem in his life is someone who already has Hashem and hasn't appreciated what Hashem has given him. And once he lacks Hashem's presence in his life, he's going to want it again. So the fact that Hashem gives to us, even though we, don't, we might not express that we want him, and sometimes it may come off that we don't want him, right now we express appreciation that all of that said, we do have Hashem in our lives. Now the question is why do we have this mizmar on Shabbos, and why particularly at the Shabbos Seudos? So that can be explained just by looking at the meaning of the words. We'll get to very uh, shortly. Um, we, we, it's not obvious in the beginning, but it becomes obvious um, as we get through the the mizmar itself to understand why it's there. And then once again, afterwards, we'll go through different tune options for mizmar Ladavid um, from... Uh, some of the classics to some um, that maybe are just more common for nowadays. But if you just go to the Art Scroll Masora series, Zmiros and Birchas Hamazon, um, so they, they, they have a little section on Mizmarla David on page 130 there, and it says very simply that, um, it says, as the commentary indicates, the psalm expresses complete confidence in the providential hand of God, i.e. Hashkara Pratis, or the divine providence, Siata Deshmaya. This is particularly appropriate to the Shabbos table when the Jew ignores all thought of his livelihood and places his faith in God. So I think there's something even more there, but just to get the ball rolling, um, it's the, just the idea that we're feeling comfortable, we're feeling relaxed, even if um, maybe the world around us is tumultuous and and torrential, but we are but we're acknowledging that you know what it's Shabbos, so we we are okay, and therefore binos we're saying that 
Um, again, as we have just called Hashem our shepherd, so we're saying that just like he would do to a shepherd would do to sheep, so binos means that in lush meadows he lays me down. Amen by tranquil waters. Very, very nice. So then the uh the, um, so then David Hamelch continues. Nafshi is so um, he uh, my my soul he restores. And he guides me on the path of righteousness for his namesake. So, again, this would be speaking about someone who is obviously being led by Hashem, someone, and this is continuing the imagery of the shepherd leading the sheep. So, where does he lead us? So, when he restores our soul, he guides us on ma'agle tzedek. So, ma'agel can be like a, like a wheel or a circle or a wagon, or perhaps a path that a wagon would roll on. And in this case, it's the Magalit Sedek, the path of righteousness. Um, so, fine. So then, that's that. That's the beginning. Then the the um, then the Menage in David Hamelach makes a little bit of a turn. Gam kielech begeitzal mavis. And this is now um, so gam also, or even though, even though kielech, even though that I will walk begeitzal mavis in the so the valley that's overshadowed by death, that can be the darkness of this world. So we say loi rarakiatoi madis. So meaning we don't we don't lack this shepherd, but sometimes we might feel like he's not there. But kiatoi madis says that he is there, and in in that vein, shiftachol mishantacha hima inachemuni. So going back to the imagery of the shepherd that's holding a staff, so two different kinds of staffs, shiftachol mishantacha. So um, the commentators, um, um, particularly Rashi over here, explains that Hashem's rod, Shiftacha, versus Mishantacha, his staff. So the rod represents um, strict uh, justice for when we do Averos. While the staff is a staff in support. You lean on a Mishan. You lean on, on so that, and that's in, when things aren't going well. The point is that either way, the shepherd with both of these sticks is there for us. Hey, they comfort me. It's comforting even when Hashem is hitting us if we know that it's coming from Hashem, even though that's obviously painful, but it's less painful when we know that Hashem is the one that's doing it to us. This is something that we can reflect on on Shabbos. You know, Shabbos is when we try to take a break and not think about the, the dark times and think about when things aren't well, but a good thing to think about is what happens when we will be in that dark time, right? We might not always feel that in the gates of us that Hashem is in fact with us, ki madi, but right now, when we do feel Hashem with us, you know, is a similar concept that when it's the daytime, when we can feel Hashem's presence, we can talk about it and recognize that Hashem is there even when it gets dark. It's kind of like that the, when the lightning um, 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 shines and brights up the dark sky during the storm, and for that moment that you have the lightning, you can see which way you're going. Um, so. In this particular case, Shabbos is that time. Shabbos is the light in the sky that even when we're going to go back to weekday where it's going to be dark and we'll have to look our pain and dark times in the face. But you know what? Right now I know that Kiatoi Modi and therefore I could be comforted even by by noticing that there's strict judgment in the world and, 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 and uh, a means for punishment. But we know that it's coming from Hashem and therefore um, that's comforting. And here's where we get to the imagery that makes it most appropriate for Seudos. That you set up before me a table, right? A shulchan aruch, neged and you do this against my enemies. Um, that meaning Hashem will 
Hashem does good for us, and sometimes our enemies get to see it. And guess what? They're not going to do anything for uh, against us. So, uh, when Hashem uh, um, thwarts the plans of the enemies, you know, he, Hashem has us doing well in the world, and no one's going to stop it if so. If Hashem so pleases, fine. So here we go. We get to the fact that Hashem anoints our heads with oil and then our cup um, turns over. So the idea of um, the oil on our head, that's a, um, that's a form, you know, this, this saturation, this anointing is, is a way of Hashem um, giving us um, credence. You know, when we anoint the king, we anoint the Kohen. So we are Hashem's anointed people. And Kosi Rivaya, the fact that our cup turns over, that is an expression of the abundance that Hashem gives us, right? Like when we turn over the cup a little bit and spill out a little bit of wine during Havdalah, it's a segula of Parnassah, particularly because we're acknowledging that Hashem gives us so much bounty. So Kosi Rivaya, in that vein, Hashem keeps on giving us. And therefore, with that in mind, we ask Hashem that it should continue, that we should only have Tov and Chesed pursuing us all the days of our lives. Vishavti, the Lashon of Shabbos. Vishavti, you can't spell the word Vishavti without Shabbos. Vishavti, Beves Hashem. We want to be Shabbos. We want to be Shoves. We want to perhaps rest. We might think of Shifti, Beves Hashem from Lodavit Hashem Ori. It might be play on the same words. We have Vishavti, Beves Hashem. Some translate it is from the Shoresh of Shuv, which means to return. I want to return. In the, um, the house of Hashem, Lorachimim, constantly, I want to constantly come back to Hashem's house. And Shabbos, this is the time where we visit Hashem all the time. Really, Hashem visits us, but in a certain sense, we're visiting Him as well. And it can also just uh, can be related to Yashav, which is to sit, to relax. Um, so all, you know, all of these things can be true. This could be connected to Shifti Beves Hashem, even if the Shoresh isn't exactly the same, but the play on words is there. So And so we have theme of Shabbos and Shifti Beves Hashem, we have the coast, we have the Shulchan, so all of it makes for an appropriate passage, and just the concept of faith in Hashem on Shabbos, so all of it makes sense for a Shabbos Zemer, um, you know, obviously it's much broader than that as a parak and Tehillim, but we can understand why it's connected to Shabbos, and these are just surface connections, I'm sure they go even deeper, but just something for you to hold on to and to think about when you are going through Mizmor Ladovid. Okay, so now that we've gone through the the, the Mizmar, this capital this of Tehillim, let's talk about some of the tunes that you can use and uh, some of the issues that come up with some of them. So there are a bunch of oldie tunes, and I'll, um, I'll give shout-outs without actually doing full versions of them, right? So... There, um, in the, again, you know, when, when it comes to Shal Shudas settings, you know, you'll have Shal Shudas settings with different crowds. You could have much older crowds, you could have younger crowds, you could have a crowd that's somewhere in the middle. So, um, so for Ms. Marla David, you know, you have, um, and also since there are three Ms. Marla Davids, you could do three different tunes. Some people will do one tune for all three, some will do three different tunes. So, then, and, we'll, and we'll give you a variety here to work with. So, when it comes to some of the oldies, so there is one that goes, Ms. Marley, David, Hashem, Ro, Elo, Exar, 
and so on and so forth. If you if you don't know um, this full, this one in full and you want a full rendition of it, so just reach out to me at the database at gmail.com, the data then base B-E-I-S at gmail.com if you want a full rendition of any of these tunes. There's another one that goes um, has a lot of repetition. Ms. Marla David, Ms. Marla David, Ms. Marla David. And that one obviously is one of the kinds that I would shy away from because I'm just not in general into repeating words. Um, and especially when it comes to psukim, which is it's a little bit more of a serious issue when it comes to psukim. Um, but there is that one as well, another oldie. Um, and just uh, an important um, idea that, uh, that I think is worth mentioning is that just because something is an oldie doesn't mean that it's being done the right way. People think like, oh, yeah, they've been doing it like this for years. You know, like, you know when they say shehechiyanu, um, they'll go, um, they'll sing Baruch Hashem, and they'll go, and then they'll keep singing it. Um, so, and then, then people aren't saying Amen at the right time. Or when it comes to Yom um, Nuraim, Baruch Hashem, and you know, people have been doing that for years, but it doesn't mean it's right. So um, that's just something to think about. I don't think it's necessarily right just because it's old. Um, you just have to know what the truth is and know what the halacha says about a lot of these things. Anyway, enough with that rant for now. Um, to go to a couple of other tunes. So uh, there's a, a Karlbach tune that um, I that I enjoy using, which goes like this. And that's one that could also repeat, and you can do that one, you know, on repeat, you can loop that one. Um, but there are other tunes that you might want to consider, like a fast tune. Is Marlin David Hashem Rohila Axar? Shifti <laughs> 
and perhaps the most classic, and in my opinion, still the most beautiful, is the really slow one that goes like this. Ms. Morley David, Hashem Rawi Lawechsar, Vinos Tashayar Dizaini, Ami Menuchos Inaleni, Nafshi Shavev. I'm going to stop right there just for a second because here's where we get to the issue of repeating words. Now, is it the worst sin in the world to repeat words um, in this particular mismar? I don't think it's the worst sin, but um, it might not be one that you want to necessarily do. So there are ways of singing it without repeating. I'll give you a basic rendition the way everyone does it, where words are repeated, and then I'm going to do another rendition where you can actually abridge in different ways and not have to repeat. The only thing is, if you're doing it with a community that's expecting it to be done in a certain way, so you might be in a bind, uh, but you could also, if, if you're if you're powerful enough of a leader to start a new trend, you could even do it this way and and get everyone with you. So let's continue. I'll do one with repeating words and then one without. Okay. Nafshi shavev, nafshi shavev, yan chedi b'magaletzadek aleman shimo. Gam ki eilech v'geitzamo v'sayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayayay
So here, especially if you're doing the Mizmar and you're saying the Shem Hashem, you definitely should not be repeating words. Most people, when they sing it, they repeat words and they don't say the Shem Hashem, which is okay, it's not as bad. But what you could do is two things. You could either continue like this, and you can either go or you can go or again, if you're doing the nine nine nine, then you can just go into Leorch. So again, Vishavti and you could sing the high part. And so on and so forth. Another thing you can do is instead of going down by you can actually repeat the high part again. So it'll be like this. I'm going to start from Shivtecho Mishantecha and watch and listen how, really listen, how we're going to transition into the Achtov Chesed, keeping the high part going. So it'll be like this. I'm oh, sorry, not Shivtecho Mishantecha, but Taruch Lefonai. Taruch Lefonai Shulchan Neget Zauriroi Adishantav Hashem and Roshi Kosi Rivaya Ayachtav Evochas and Yirdifuni Koyemechayai Evishavti Beveis Hashem Liorechyahamim And then the song is over. And this song is usually a great transition into one of the many great Yedid Nefeshes. Um, and uh, it usually goes into Yedid Nefesh. But that will be reserved for another um, issue of the Shalashuddha series here at Baltavila Workshop. So stay tuned for a workshop just devoted to the meaning and to the different tune options for Yedid Nefesh. In the meantime, I want to thank you for joining us here at the database and I look forward to diving with you again in the future.